we started off usually by saying, um, basically, like, um, do you agree to have this energy posted to all my social media sites? I do. You do? Okay, so, um, I guess we'll start. Okay, literally, there's no pressure. I'm your host, Bang on Bug, and we got a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Makaya. Okay. And um, where are you originally from? Thomaston, Georgia. Thomaston. So what um, what brought you here? Um, I actually moved up here with my son's father. Okay. But y'all married? No. Oh, that's over? <laughs> no, no. We still we're still together. Oh, but okay. we're not married. Okay, okay. So did you um did you grow up both of your parents? Uh no, I grew up with a single parent household. Okay, and what's what's like your relationship like um with your dad? My relationship with my dad is awesome okay. when he was alive. Oh, okay. So I mean, I mean, so like you, like you lost him late on, or was yeah, like, I lost him about um in two thousand eighteen. Okay, so give me like one of your, I guess your best memories um with your dad. Best memory of my dad? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them because I was raised with my dad. I guess my best memory would be um, us actually watching movies together, which his favorite movie was the uh, Five Heartbeats. Mind you, he made me remember how to sing this one part, and I can't sing, but okay. it's pretty awesome. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, give me a, um, the most traumatic experience I guess you had before, like, um, 18. Most traumatic experience I had before 18. You know what? I was a pretty sheltered kid, so I don't really have any traumatic events in my life like that. So, let's see. Yeah, no, none. Nothing really happened to me bad. No uh, bad heartbreaks or nothing? No, no really no bad heartbreak. I, you know what? No. I guess one traumatic experience would be, and it was actually caused by my dad, <laughs> which is funny. It's funny because when I was six, my grandma died. And my dad told me to bring my grandma back alive, I should kiss her and she'll come back alive. I'm six. I did it. She didn't come back alive. So forever, I do not deal with dead bodies. I won't go near one. I don't think that would traumatize you from like, for kissing or something. But it, <laughs> no, it traumatized me from dead bodies, not kissing. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, um... Give me a time like someone tried to like manipulate you by like crying. Uh, my son do it all the time. My son definitely tries to manipulate me by crying because if I tell him he can't have nothing, he'll throw his little hissy fits. But I stomp that out real quick. Oh, so you don't give in to him? Of course not. He got the same face as me. Yeah. I know what those looks look like. Okay. So, okay. Um. The uh, last time someone said leaving in the, uh, leave it alone, that's in the past. And like, what was, uh, they, what, I guess, what was it that they wanted you to leave alone? Um, it's been a couple of years ago, but it was actually from when I was in high school. Um, so back in high school, I wasn't considered the cute girl. I was actually the ugly duckling. So now that I'm older, I kind of grew up into my body and stuff like that. So a guy from school decided to hit on me. And I told him, what made you think I would go out with you with the way you treated me in high school? And he said, leave that alone. We was kids back then. I don't care how many times you tell somebody that. 
You do not pick on somebody in high school and then try to hit on them years later. We remember that. I'm saying so he like he made you cry or something? He literally hit me while I was reading a book. Oh yeah, that's that's some young shit. What it was like middle school or something? No! High school? It was high school, BS. Oh, that's crazy. Literally reading a book and he's gonna hit me. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I, you know, I guess it's some some girls you do kind of pick on because you like them, so Nah, I ain't don't want to be picked on if you like me. If you like me, just straight up tell me. Um, I guess finish this for them. I faith enjoying. I faith enjoying food. Okay, that's food. Oh, you thought I was gonna go with something else, didn't you? No, I mean it's up to you. It's your interview. Whatever you want to put out, that's what the it's food. people get. Okay, um, a person you tried to squash beef with, and they did the same. I guess they did the same shit again to make you like get away from it. Mm. Chris, my stepsister. Um, well, our relationship was already kind of rocky, but with her, um, what really cured it was I let her come stay with me. Now she did it twice. And the second time, I was like, I'm done with it. Because I was trying to help her out. But both times, she made it seem like I wasn't trying to help her. And what did she do, like, to kind of mess it up? Um, let's see. The first time, it was, uh, she felt like that I wanted her money. And you know what? It's the second time, the same thing. She felt that I wanted her money as well. But I don't want your money. You don't get that much in the begin with. And you don't get it regularly at all anyway. And then my son father, he make enough money for both of us to survive. So we don't really need your money. Our issue was that we was trying to better her. We wanted her to go to college and stuff like that. But people was in her ear telling her that we wanted her money. And then when she came to move with us the second time, we was like, okay. I was like, the only thing you got to do is just look out for my son and stuff like that. Why are you here? You don't, you're not required to pay any bills or anything like that. And you can find a job. If you find a job, we'll take you to and from your job if need be. If not, you can ride the bus. All just flopped out. So she went, ended up lying on me with somebody else. Threw our relationship out of whack. Truth came out. And then after that, I don't talk to my stepsister anymore. Okay, so dude, I mean, that's... Okay, well then, like, so you trust another woman, like, around your guy like that? Because usually stuff usually happens, like... When a woman come in the house, like, and she just around, like, a guy usually, you know, try to mess with her, like, you ain't... Yeah, I'm not getting drunk trusting a woman around my man. Yeah. And my thing is, like, if somebody's going to cheat, they're going to cheat anyway. And the person they're cheating on me with don't have any loyalty to my relationship. So I'm not faulting that person. I'm faulting the person I'm in a relationship with. That was his choice if he's going to cheat on me. I don't know what he told that person. So why am I blaming that person instead of going straight to the source? I mean, sometimes it's not necessarily like trusting. It's just like some, you might be a good guy, but some girls attempt you to the point like it'll kind of make you give in. Just just about having a female walking around with little shorts on. He ain't normally would go out and cheat, but it's just so tempting like to do something because, you know, they see it. Like, Again, I have enough trust in him that he wouldn't do it. And if he did do it, then that's on him. Yeah. He's a full-grown adult. If somebody drops some coochie in your lap, you just gonna go ahead and take it? 
you can fully just say, no, I don't want the coochie. But if you take the coochie, you was intending to do it in the beginning. Well, there was no, she was leading <laughs> me on, this and that. You was attracted in the beginning. Clearly. You just need that little bit of hint to get going. So you never um, cheated before? Oh, I've cheated before. Of course I have. With the guy you with now? Yeah. And he's the daddy? Yeah. He cheated on me too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so it's that type of relationship. Like, you probably would forgive him too then. Yeah, I forgave him. Why? Shouldn't I? Because I'm pretty sure there's things I don't do in my relationship that he wants, but I won't do. And there's things he'll do, don't do in my relationship that I want him to do. Like what? Um, mostly just sexual things. And then with our communication is good, but it's not good at the same time. Like, I can communicate with him, but if it's a serious discussion, it's a, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, type of answers with him. Okay, so, like, so, like, I guess when you step out, that's, that's the only reason it's not because, like, a tension thing, it's just, like, some sexual stuff. It's a tension thing as well, though. Yeah, it's an attention thing as well. Because if I'm in a relationship with you and I map out everything that's wrong, because I'm not one of those girls that be mysterious about what's wrong with the relationship. I don't have time for that. And that's fucking confusing for both of us. So I tell you what's wrong. And if I keep telling you what's wrong over and over again and you're not fixing those mistakes, then we have an issue. Because I'm communicating, but you're not doing anything to fix what I'm communicating about. Okay, so with the, the sexual stuff, like, so should you get in a relationship with a person who don't meet all the requirements that you need? And so here's the thing. I got my son father when I was 18. Yeah. So at 18, yeah, I've done stuff, but I don't know what I want fully sexually at the age of 18. At the age of 18, me being on my back is pretty good. But as you get older, you start to realize and maybe I want to do something different. Maybe I want to try this out. Maybe I want to try that out. But if you get with enough partner who doesn't want to do this or try that out, then it really doesn't go anywhere sexually. So it can be a, put a damper on your relationship. So he, he noticed, like... Of course. Okay, that's what's Okay, um, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he, you know, he was doing this interview. He was saying we have people in our lives we love and don't trust. So... Who is a person you love and don't trust, like, in your life now? Love but don't trust? Mmm. Why? You know what? Nobody. Nobody. Because if I can't trust you, then I can't have you in my life like that. Because that's going to put mental stress on me. And that's going to have me thinking, if I do this. Is he gonna come back? Are they gonna come back to screw me if I tell them this secret? Are they gonna go back and tell everybody else? So I try to exit all that stuff out of my life. So my group of friends is, I could probably count all my friends on one hand, all my good friends on one hand. Okay, um, if uh, the phrase bitch ass niggas uh, was a person, like who would it be? Mm -hmm. The phrase bitch ass niggas? Yeah. R. Kelly. <laughs> so you so you don't think like he, so you think he basically kidnapped people and all that kind of stuff or you just felt like they was kind of trying to put a like Trump the charges up so they can end up getting there for so my thing is there is no fire there is no smoke where there's fire 
you gotta think about this. There's no way that this stuff didn't happen. You got too many women coming out of the woodwork saying this happened, that happened, this happened, that happened. You got family coming out. You got family members and everything telling this. It's just that the black community don't want to realize and go ahead and just say, hey, this isn't a good idea. We shouldn't continue to support him only because he's black. If he wasn't black, we'd be all, oh, let's lynch his ass. But since he's black, we're not trying to because we want that, hey, we finally got a black guy that made it. So they're not really trying to go where it needs to go with it. It's pretty common, though, that older guys, younger girls. So you, did you see any of that, like, in high school? Like, where the older guys was, like, I guess getting with the young girls? Yeah, I've seen a lot of it. I was part of it. Oh, you what? I've dated an older guy before. Like how old? Mm, I think I've actually dated a 40-year-old guy while in high school. You mean, like, 15, 14? No, I'm 17. I'm not that crazy. Okay. I'm 17. But the thing is, though, I lied about my age. I lied and said I was older. So anything that happened between me and him, it was all on me and not on him because I lied. Well, the law don't lie. But that's at least 17 is legal, though, in Georgia. So he's still good. 17, yeah, legally, but morally, when you come to look at people, they don't think it's moral. 17 or 40? 17 and 40. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> okay, I guess give me your um your most memorable high school moment. My most memorable high school moment? Yeah. Ooh. I sleep between high school a lot. Okay. My most memorable high school moment would be punching the locker in front of my crush. For what? I was pissed off about something and I got I had anger management issues and I literally punched the locker, left the den in it. And what made it worse was my crush was shorter than me and I'm taller than him and I just literally punched the locker and dented it. Yeah, like that just quickly just killed my crush just then. I was like, yeah, he's not going to date me. <laughs> yeah, you got some um, milkshake. Yeah, that's cute. Okay, um, yeah, okay, even the strongest feelings expire when ignored and taken for granted. So I guess give me a time you experienced that before. Mm -hmm. It would be with my, um, my mother. I guess the story behind that. I was not raised by her. She wasn't really in my life like that. And... I felt that at some point in time, I did actually love, love my mother and want to be around her and want to be with her. But when it came to putting forth effort and communicating, it fell short. So. Okay. So do you feel like y'all can um, reconcile like any kind of way or you just like, no. you don't want to deal with it? I, would, I can't reconcile any of them. No, I wouldn't want to. I can't reconcile any way because she's dead as well. Oh, okay. So you got any family uh like in Atlanta or No, I don't have any family in Atlanta. Just a boyfriend? Yeah, just my son. Okay, um a time you regret um opening up to someone. Mm. A time I regret opening up to None. I don't really open up to people that much. 
you gotta be really, really close to me, and I know you're gonna stay in my life like for a long time for me to open up to you. And even then, I really don't open up all the way. So you don't have like female friends? I have female friends, yeah. Okay. So you, you don't really say them. You just kind of keep everything. Mm -hmm. It depends on the temperament and tone of my friends, because there are a couple of friends that knows a lot about me. Like their secrets, they need to take to their grave. And then there's some female friends I like. Hey, how you doing? Dressed cool. Yeah. Okay. Bye. What What's something like um, that might might have happened that you never got to vent about? And that you might want to talk about, but you just kind of bothered the man. I guess you just never was the right time to talk to him. Mm -hmm. mm. These are hard questions. Because I think I'm pretty much that one that's mouth to say some stuff, even when I'm not supposed to, but I still get my feelings out some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Nothing I can think of at the moment. Um, an event that caused you to uh, shut down. An event that caused me to shut down. Yeah. I think that would be the days that I was bullied in school and stuff like that. That definitely caused me to shut down. And that's probably one of the reasons why I don't really post people. So you used to get like beat up or just like made fun of? Mm, I've given in fights before. I'm pretty sure I got beat up a couple of times because I'm not really a fighter. And there have been times that people have been mocked me, picked on me about my clothing, my hair, my looks, um, the fact that I read and watch anime and stuff like that. If it was something they can finally pick on me about, it was picked on. I guess we all kind of deal with that, but I know I was used to be like, I ain't going home crying, so I would... I'm fighting or whatever. I might can let a few things slide, but no, nah, I'm not. I ain't that type that people always say, like, I haven't been through, like, trauma and stuff, but mm -hmm. I never let something keep going to where, like, I want to kill myself or hurt myself. I just kind of stop it. And I know some people, they just deal with it, hurt, cry, mm -hmm. and we want to commit suicide. So. You know, I think there was times in school that I have blown up. Yeah, there are times in school that I have blown up punching walls or anything so I think that kind of trimmed down as much as some of the bullying because the fact that I will punch something not someone but something so I guess they kind of swerve people off of you a little bit if they know that you could punch an inanimate object and walk it off like you didn't get hurt then yeah so what would you tell a child like how to I guess the best way to deal with bullying since you went through it mm, the best way to deal with bullying is just to know that their home life could be way worse than what you're getting in that school. So a lot of kids, they'll come to school bullying other kids because their home life is way worse. And they got to vent their anger some kind of way. So just think about your situation probably is a little better than their situation that they have. And you could always, literally just always go talk to your teacher. And if your teacher, you know, don't do nothing. I guess they just get into a quick fight. And they gonna hurt you. Well, I mean, nowadays it hurts you. My bad, but they not you no more. I mean, you got, I heard like you can get charged in you school can, now. You get charged in school now. The way they got it set up now is you cannot defend yourself against your bully. You gotta sit there and get bullied. Back in the 90s, if we got bullied, we can beat something.
somebody up. We might get suspended for a couple of days, but now the person you'll get um the kid to get charged for beating their bully up. But not as an adult, right? Just as, as a child. So it's not gonna really be on your record. It's just juvenile stuff, right? Yeah, it's juvenile stuff, but still it'll go into your school record. And that could prevent you from getting in certain colleges and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I guess if that's what you're pushing for, but mm -hmm. Okay, um, a time you re, um, reconnected with the um, toxic person because you was lonely. A time I reconnected with a toxic person because I was lonely. Yeah, I really. I really try to make sure there is no, no drama in my life to make sure my life go out smoothly. But you know what? I think when I was younger, I think I would re try to reconnect with my family. Even though I know there's people in my family that are toxic. But as I got older, I realized that just because you're blood relatives don't mean that they should be in your life. You can cut family off. So as soon as I learned that, I trimmed down my family list a lot. Aunties, uncles, cousins, everybody just cut. Okay, so what you do for the holidays? You, you, you don't like go visit? Like, uh, y'all just kind of stay to yourself? Uh, from my holidays, um, there are sometimes I go with my son, father, family, and then the family members that I am connected with, I go see them, or we'll just chill at home, or we'll go to friends and family. Um, other friends. You got like a holiday um moment that kind of stick out? My holiday moment? Yeah. It would be my first time I cooked my uh, first big Thanksgiving dinner. Mind you, this was my first time cooking one by myself. So I went overboard. And when I say overboard, I cooked three apple pies, three sweet potato pies, two chocolate cakes, ham, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and dressing. There's only three people in my family. There was only two people who could eat at the time. Okay, so it turned out well. Like, you didn't burn nothing or... No, I actually didn't burn anything. I did drop my chocolate cake, though. Okay. I was just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I guess as an influencer, do you think it's important to, like, show your ups and downs? Yes, it's very important to show your ups and downs. You can't always show that you have good things going on. Because if you do that, it dilutes people into thinking that your life is always great. And it makes them think, why can't my life be this great? There's nothing going on with that person's life. So, yeah, it's a good thing to show people their ups and downs. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if you heard of, um, was it the uh, Truth? Um, I guess the social media guy, uh, I know I seen him in a video. It was saying, like, his wife is mad because... He won't adopt her children that she had before he got with her. Like, what's what's your thoughts on that? Okay, so I haven't actually heard of that, but um, I think that's something they should discuss before they got married. Before you get married to anybody or you get in any type of relationship with man or woman who have a kid, you should go ahead and discuss how it's going to play out if you get married. If y'all see yourself getting married, discuss it and see how it's going to play out. Ask, hey, look. Will you be willing to adopt my kids? Or will you be willing to let me adopt your kids? And figure it out before marriage. 
don't just bring up and say, I want you to adopt my kids or I want to adopt your kids because some people don't want that type of um, deeper connection with a stranger and their kids. I don't see what's the, I mean, I don't really think that's smart as a man because it's like, if I'm already taking care of them, like what's, I don't understand that. Like, and then if y'all separate, you still responsible mm. for the kids if they your own kids. So that's kind of crazy to do that, right? So in Georgia, um, when it comes to parental rights, it's more bias for um, the men. As in, um, say me and my son are split. Yeah, his name on birth certificate, but he don't have legal custody of our child. Meaning. One year when he was trying to sign our child up for school, they wouldn't let him because he's not the mother and he's the father. So, females have more parental rights than males. So, if anything happens to her and he doesn't adopt the kids as his own, he has no right to decide anything for the kids unless he go to court for it. And then he's going to be tied up in the legal system. And you don't know who could come out in the woodwork at that point in time. I mean, most people ain't lined up to <laughs> take kids. Usually, like the grandma or something taking them. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess it would still just be like just just take care of them, man. Like I wouldn't. That that's a dumb move to adopt some kids. Mm -hmm. I think that's a stupid move. Okay. Um. Uh, last time you got out of character and you got real disrespectful. Ooh. Last time I got out of character and got real disrespectful was with, you know, it was with my son and father. I got out of character. I got really out of character. But it was like one of our last big fights. And we try, I try not to, not we, but I try not to. I try not to fight in front of my child because I don't want him to witness any of that or see any of that. But it was actually my son and his father at the same time, both in the same room. And I just blew it with, at them and just said the words. So I just don't care and walked off. Like I just went full away and went all the way off. So, so you don't think it's important for a child to like see the ups and downs too? Because you know some kids they'll get older and be like, if they parents live together, they'd be like, oh well, my parents never fought. Like so, they would think like if some fight, you know, fighting in a relationship, that means you probably shouldn't be together. No, no, he see our ups and downs, but what mm -hmm. I'm saying is my pitch. I try not to take my pitch too high. Oh, yelling. Yeah, I try not to yell in front of my child. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he'll see a disagreement and he'll see an argument and he'll see that we're fussing about something, but he don't hear me or us yelling at a higher pitch because a lot of times you don't have to yell to get your point across. And the reason we end up yelling is because we don't feel like our point is getting across. Okay, um, it's a quote. It says, um, never apologize for how you feel. That's like saying sorry. Sorry for being real. So, um, what's your thoughts on that? No, you shouldn't apologize for how you're feeling. If you're feeling mad about something, be mad about it. If you're sad about something, be sad about it. There's no need to apologize for being mad or sad or hurt or in love or anything like that. That's not your fault. It's an emotion that you can't control very well. 
Tree. Um, if a family member or partner dismisses uh, your feelings, what's the, the best way to handle it? Uh, address it first. And if they don't do anything about it, cut them off. Because they're going to dismiss, dismiss your family, your feeling once, they're going to repeatedly do it over and over again. What if, I'm saying, what about if it's like your husband, like y'all married? If you're married and he's dismissing your feelings and you've told him multiple times how you're feeling, I say go ahead. And you don't communicate it with everything. Uh, start that separation. Because that's just only the beginning of the neglect of the relationship. So what's, 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 I mean, it's nothing petty that you, a woman shouldn't like just be like, okay, I'm going to let him have it. Like, so you feel like every feeling should be addressed to every emotion? Every feeling and every emotion should be addressed and you can find a solution. Because at the times when you're not finding solutions, you know what's happening? Yeah. Your relationship is starting to break down slowly, 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 or slowly. You know what happens after your relationship breaks down? There's three things that can happen. One, y'all end it. Two, somebody end up cheating. Or three, somebody end up dying. And the best solution is for somebody just to end the relationship. Instead of doing the last two. Even if you do cheat. Okay. So just tell me about like, um... Well, you might like, I seen you model, so is there any other things you do? Oof, I am one of those people that dabble in everything. Let's talk about it. And okay, so I model, and I just started a podcast with my friend. His name is Taurus, um, and it's called The Unpopular Cool Kid. Yes, sign this drop. I did sign this drop. Um, I work on t-shirts. Uh, I do a little sewing. What else? If I have to, I do some woodwork. I uh, do painting if I have to. Uh, fix my own car if I have to. So if there's anything I can learn to do myself, I would do it. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, um, I guess I uh, appreciate. Okay, so on your podcast, like, are you paying? Based, I, I was reading something to say, um. The 50th episode is like the hardest to get past. Like, so have you, like, it's pretty new. Like, you just like uh, a, a few episodes in. Our, um, we're pretty new. I think we're seven episodes in, and we haven't got to the 50th episode just yet. So we're um, we're actually gonna take a month break from it. So no, this month and then January, and we're gonna revamp it a little bit. So. I never really uh, took a break. I know when COVID hit and all that stuff was happening, like the, the studio where I was at, like the guy got kicked out. Mm -hmm. So I had to like scramble around and find a new spot. But that's the only time I took a break. But it's been days where you be like, I don't really know if I'm going to keep going. But you know, I have people too, they said, um, when I first started doing it, they was like, bro, this is good, bro. He, they was like, don't ever stop doing this shit. So they kind of keep me motivated because sometimes I do get a little frustrated. Then you have guests you schedule, like sometimes nobody might oh, not show they up. Don't show up. They so, yeah, we don't had a couple of times like yeah. that. But you know what? I don't think any of my guests actually really canceled. I think they only showed up late. And that's because of how we schedule our times. And then life stuff pops up, but they still made it. So yeah, I have people just, it's been days I have three or four people scheduled, nobody show. I done had them days. 
But she's like, I make the best of my time. If I can think of some content to create, I do it. So I won't be wasting my time coming here. Mm -hmm. It get a little frustrating sometimes, but I keep going. So hopefully you will. Like you don't get frustrated just giving up because you gonna definitely have them days. And um, I appreciate you uh, stopping by. Any last words for the people? Um, last words is if y'all have anything you want to do or accomplish in life, just keep going at it. You may fail a couple hundred times, but it's okay. You only completely fail when you give up. And just to let you know is there's a lot of people doing what you're thinking of doing. But you gotta think about it. How many clothing brands are out there? How many shoe brands? How many hair stores? There's gonna be always room for you in the area you're going, you want to be in. You just gotta drive through and find your way to stick out to have people coming to you. Yeah, a lot of shit is mediocre too. And I see, uh, you know, I feel like I'm good. Everybody say I'm good, but I see people like mimicking what I do. So. Mm -hmm. I know I'm on to something good. Like, it's, I don't get mad about it. I'm like, oh, they, you know, they following me, what I'm doing. So, mm -hmm. don't get mad when people copy. That just means you're good at it. And, okay, uh, literally, there's no pressure. Uh, we out, man, and we're going to see y'all next week.